This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode. I was actually going to record a new episode and um, God placed it on my heart to repost this episode. So this is a message from the God is My CEO tour, the first stop in Dallas. And this, this message, excuse me, is called Supernatural Delivery. And I could not stop thinking about this. I was like, oh, maybe I need to record something new. I don't want to just put out an old episode. I don't know. But God really was pressing on my heart to put this episode out um, because it's so, so, so timely 
Uh, I believe that a lot of the things that are being covered in this message are things that are relevant to what many of you may be going through. And y'all know how we get down on this show. We do what God tells us to do. Okay. We don't ask no questions. We just go ahead and do it. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this message. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys about the spring into the bag collection. If you listen to last week's episode, if you follow me on Instagram, or if you're on my email list, then you know that I've partnered with some heavy hitters, some, some that you guys know, and some that you guys may not know from the show. So you guys know Raven, who is a fan favorite on the show. She's my former business coach. She's helped thousands of entrepreneurs go from employee to full-time entrepreneurs, including myself. Um, you guys know Jessica Williams. Jessica has been on this show. She owns multiple fashion businesses. She's also a client of Anchored Media with her podcast, The Fashionpreneur Diary. She has a course in there and it's a total of 15 courses, programs, masterclasses from some true, true, true heavy hitters. They're covering everything from how to make money as an influencer, how to obtain business credit, of course, how to leave your job. They talk, they have a course in there about um, investing in the stock market. One of my favorites that I'm excited about diving into is how to start a vending machine business because that's something that I want to do definitely for my baby and getting him set up. As far as wealth is concerned, there's something in there for how to get sponsorships. I actually did a live tonight with myself and Lily, who um, is an expert on getting sponsorships for your events and things like that. There's even an NDA in there because as you guys are going out and like pitching yourself to brands and stuff like that, you want to make sure that they're not stealing your stuff and just going and recreating it without you. So we have some legal protection that's provided in there. Honestly, it's an absolute steal. It's over $5,000 worth of material for only $197. And then on top of that, if you buy the, the course collective or the bundle, then you're able to be entered into win $500. So we not only wanted to invest in the form of offering this at such a low cost, but we want to give you cash money so that when you're, as you're learning these things, you have the capital to be able to put into your business. So again, 15 courses, over $5,000 worth of knowledge for only $197, and you enter to win $500. Listen, I, I'm salty every time I have to say that this is 197 because it just simply shouldn't be. But go to thebundlebestie.com to claim yours and to learn more details about everything that's included because there are things I didn't even mention, like how to start your nonprofit and getting grants for it. Like there's literally so much here, y'all. But go to thebundlebestie.com to get access to it. The link is in the show notes. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to our episode for today. This is again, our message from Dallas last year and it's called Supernatural Delivery. Let's get started. Well, I'm excited to be up here before you guys. You taking pictures, take it from my ankles up because my shoes was trying it and I'm not about to be up here with my feet hurting, okay? I'm gonna wear these slides to do what God told me to do. I ain't got time. So I'm gonna pray. Before we get into the message for today, I'm excited. So I'm going to go ahead and pray so we can get right to it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the atmosphere that you have created. 
I thank you for being such a strategic God. The way that you just orchestrated this place, the way that you put people here, the way that you got Kristen here, Lord God, the way that you used her to fight through the tricks of the enemy, to get here, to be met, to meet the needs of your people, Father. I thank you in advance that you're going to use me today to speak to the hearts of your people, Lord. We thank you for the way that we ushered in the Holy Spirit and that you met us here, that we invited you into the room and that you are here, that you are resting here, that things are moving in the hearts of your people. They trying to figure out right now, what is this? What is this feeling? I've never been in an environment like this before. God, you, is that you? I feel like I hear you speaking to me. What's going on here? They, I told y'all in the beginning, y'all don't know what you just walked into. So, Father, I just thank you for meeting your people here. And I thank you for the way that you're going to use me to deliver your word, Lord God. I thank you that you have equipped me to be able to deliver your word. I thank you, Father, that it is not by my might. It's not by my power. It's not by anything that I know how to do, but it is by your spirit that I'm able to speak to your people. I thank you for choosing me to be a vessel for your people, Father. And I thank you for giving me the strength to be able to say yes and to continue to say yes and, and to just look up and see how those yeses have, have given me a platform to be here right now, God. And I know it's some things you want to stir up on your people. Let this be the grand finale, Lord God, that any questions that may have arised over the last couple of hours, use me to answer them. Speak through me, God, to those secret places that your people have been having worries with, God. Those secret places that nobody knows about, but you know about. Use me, Father. I decrease myself so that you may be increased in me. I humble myself. I bow down to you. I submit my notes. I submit my plans. I submit my intentions. I submit my thoughts. I want every breath that come out of your mouth, to, out of my mouth to be breathed by you, Lord God. I want every thought that comes into my head to be a thought that you place there. I want every word that comes out of my mouth to be a, a, a word from you, Lord God. This is not about me. And I humble myself completely, Lord God, to be used by you on behalf of your people. And I thank you in advance for what's going to happen as we as this is not the end. I thank you in advance that we're just getting started, Lord God. So, Father, we invite you again to have your way. Even though we had some snacks and some drinks, we may be a little tired. I pray for a new wind, a fresh wind of energy for your people, Lord. Use me like never before. Open up the hearts of your people, those who may still have some walls up, that still may be a little bit confused, that may still have some, some borders, some things that's, that's blocking them. God, we uproot those things right now in the name of Jesus. We command every wall that is being built to fall right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Use me, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm really excited because Kavaya talked about not living in your reality and living in God's reality. And it's so amazing, we had no conversations about what we were talking about. I had no idea what she was talking about. She had no idea what I was talking about. And so just the way that God works when you really allow him to is just amazing to me. And I was reading this book, when was I reading? Maybe a couple weeks ago, when God gave me the message for today. And the title of my message is Supernatural Delivery. Supernatural Delivery. You know, when someone gets pregnant, they say that they're expecting. And y'all wrote those expectations out earlier. 
It's some things that you're expecting right now. There's some things that God has placed in your womb right now. There's some things that you that God wants you to birth. But living in your reality is what's held you back. And I believe that God wanted me to talk to you today about supernatural delivery because it's time to deliver. It's time to push. It's time to walk into who God called you to be. The word supernatural, let me give you the definition for it real quick. The word supernatural is defined as being beyond or exceeding the power or laws of nature. It's miraculous. A miracle cannot be described by scientific or human understanding. God wants to do some things through you that does not make sense. There are some things that you're expecting, some things that are on the inside of you that don't make sense. And the reason why you're living in your reality and not living in God's is you're trying to rationalize something that's irrational. When God placed Jesus on the inside of Mary, that was irrational. But we're getting in our own way because we're trying to lean to our own understanding. The Bible says do not lean on your own understanding. We have to live in a supernatural realm. We have to live in expectancy that God is getting ready to do something big in my life. Like that song said, we didn't play, we didn't play it for any reason. God is getting ready to do something big in your life, but you have to push. And I know he gave me the word when we did the conversations about not blowing it. Because we're in a critical season right now. There's a shift happening in the world right now where God is uprooting people, principalities and things that have not been for him. And he's trying to get you to to, to get on that platform. He's trying to mold you to put you up there because he got to replace them with somebody. And I was talking to my friend Tish. We were texting and she um, had a speaking engagement yesterday. And so we were texting like, you know, how it goes. She was asking about the conference and I was asking how... um, her speaking engagement went and she was like, man, it just seemed like it's the same information being regurgitated all the time at these different events for entrepreneurs. She's like, where are the real thought leaders at? I said, they scared. They're in their shell. They're shrinking. They're walking by sight and not by faith. They're getting into agreement with what they see and not what God said. God wants to uproot. There are too many people in high places that are poisoning the people of God. There are some of you right now who have gone to churches or places that have hurt you, that have poisoned you, that where you might have grown up in a church, but you got off your way because for whatever reason, it may be church hurt, it may be life got hard, whatever it may be, it got you off your way. But now you're kind of coming back like, God, can you use me? Can you use me? He's like, I'm trying, but you trying to figure it out. You wasting time. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I know all this stuff already. Why, why are we here? Why are we dealing with this? Don't blow it. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. You guys know how much I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. There are so many ways that Skillshare's membership with meaning is valuable at this moment. I know a lot of us have a lot more time on our hands. There may be some hobbies that we want to pick up, some things we need to learn, some skills that we need to sharpen. And Skillshare has so much to offer. They offer creative classes designed for real life and the circumstances that come with it. So it's always the right time to stay inspired, to express yourself, and to connect with a community of millions. 
You can settle your mind if you're anxious and explore classes that may help you express what you're feeling through creative self-discovery. And if you're uncertain about what's next, a creative challenge or productivity class may offer some helpful structure for you. And even spontaneous acts of creativity may help you break up that routine of a day spent indoors. Listen, we all at home and we're looking for things to do and Skillshare is a perfect way to hop into something creative as well as something that's meaningful. I personally love the productivity class. Y'all know I've talked about it in multiple episodes before. It's my favorite. It teaches me how to really just make sure I'm on top of things and I'm producing at the level that I need to produce right now when the day-to-day schedule has been a little bit disrupted. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash blessed. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash blessed. That's two free months, you guys, free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. A lot of you guys here have some great assignments. You are expecting some things. You're pregnant with some things, some businesses, some um, ministries. You're pregnant with, with some ideas and some things that God has placed on the inside of you. And you're worried about the wrong things. And God is saying this is a sensitive season. This is a time for you to push. This is a time for you to supernaturally deliver. I can't make it make sense because then you're going to think you did it. I can't make it make sense because they're going to think that business coach got you there. It's not supposed to make sense because I'm supposed to get the glory. And we have to live in a space where it's like, God, for your glory, I will do anything, anything just to see you, just to behold you as my king. For your glory, I will do anything. We have to get to that space. And so I believe God wants to use me as a doula today. Because y'all need to supernaturally deliver some stuff. This is not a place I said it before. We're going to come and get high and we're going to feel good and we're going to go back to being scared and living in our reality. No. This is a place where we got to leave here and we have to get to work for the kingdom because there are souls. God's people are bleeding out. There are souls that are relying on your obedience. And you're too busy worried about your qualifications. So I'm going to go over four points. I'm not going to be before you long because I really want to, we've talked a lot. And I want to, in prayer, the Bible says that when the, the uh, what is it? The prayers of the righteous avail of much. And I really want to pray. And I really want to lay hands. And I really want people to get delivered. Because we're not in here playing games. I don't care about making you feel good. I want you to be free. Yeah. I want you to push I want the the strongholds to be uprooted. I wanted the bondage to be gone. I want the chains to be broken because you got work to do. And as some of you guys, you looking at me, I am not special. All I did was say yes. That's it. That's it. Yes. God, I'm unqualified, but yes. God, I don't want to do this, but yes. God, I wanted, oh, my dream in life was to be rich and regular, straight up. I didn't want to be in front of, I wanted to have the money and to be minding my business. He said, no, 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 you're going to open your mouth. And I said, yes, but God, I ain't no preacher. I ain't no pastor. Ain't nobody ordained me. Who told you that somebody had to ordain you? Who got to lay hands on you for you to do what I told you to do? 
Who got to give you a stamp of approval for you to be used by me? All you got to do is say yes. And it's some things that you guys have inside you that God just wants you to say yes to. And it's time for us to, to push those things out. So give you point number one. Point number one is get into agreement with what he said. Get into agreement. How are you going to live? How are you going to walk in the assignment on your life when everything you say and do is working against God? How are you going to partner with him when you're speaking against it? That doesn't make any sense. Use me, God. Oh, but not like that. <laughs> what? God, can you make my business successful? But I can't, I can't handle the responsibility of success, though. God, I know you called me to speak. Put me on big platforms. Well, when I gave you the assignment, you got scared. Or God, use me to impact your people. Well, when I put you in Tampa with some fine men, you stayed. We can't fulfill God's assignment. We can't birth what he has placed on it inside of us if we are constantly working against him. So point number one is you have to get into agreement with what he said. And I want to use Luke as an example because I want you guys, I'm glad we talked about um, not really knowing how to read the Bible and how to make it apply. Because I want to use a couple scriptures that are somewhat related, but you might not get it unless I explain it. Because I want you to know that you can always put yourself in the word no matter where it is. So the first place we're going to go to is Luke 1, 8 through 17. And I'll read it. And remember what we said. If you hear a scripture and it hit different, write it down and go back and read the context. Okay. So it says, once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the customs of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and grippled by fear. But then the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Put your, take a second and put your name there. Don't be afraid, Tatum. Your prayers have been heard. Don't be afraid, Kaviah. Your prayers have been heard. Zechariah was old. Right. And well, let's get into what, he, what the angel told him. He says, but the angel said to him, don't be afraid, Zachariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or any fermented drink and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of people of Israel to the Lord, their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn head, turn the hearts of the parents to their children and disobedience and disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to take ready a people prepared for the Lord. So here's what happened. Zechariah was minding his business. Him and his wife, they're old. Right. So for, as far as what their reality says, they can't have children because they're old in age. The angel comes to him and he says, you're going to bear a child. And then he begins to list like all of these things that are going to happen. So the same thing is for us when it comes to whatever we're expecting. 
God has said, I heard your prayers. I heard God tell me what my purpose is. God, give me a business. God, I want to provide for my family. God, I want to be a full-time entrepreneur. He's heard your prayers. And he's told you for a lot of us, whether it be through prophetically, whether it be through visions, through dreams, what the outcome is going to be, right? So before I was here, God had showed me that I'm going to impact millions of people. I've seen myself on stages and in places that are just humongous. And he told me all these things and he told me all of these things and he told me all these things and then I got to the wilderness. And Zachariah did the same thing that we did. He said, how in verse 18, he says, how can I be sure of this? I am old, I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. Some of you guys are telling God, how are you going to use me in that way? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense, but this is, we're talking about supernatural delivery. We're talking about things that do not make sense. Yes, he has showed you the end. You know, the, the, the vision we talk, we always talk about Habakkuk 2 too, right? The vision, make it plain. But the vision is for an appointed time. It's a time factor that we all seem to get messed up at. And the reason why God shows you the big picture is so that you could use that as fuel to push. And so much so in this scripture, Zechariah, once he doubted God, they muted him. You can't say nothing because the life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can't say nothing because you want to talk yourself out of what I'm trying to do. And you could go on and read who John the Baptist was. God already said it before he was born. But you can go on and read uh, who, he, uh, who he was. But what if he would have let him keep talking? And God forbid, but let's say Elizabeth would have miscarried or something. Some of y'all are getting ready to miscarry your vision because you're not believing in God and you're looking at what's going on in your life. But he got to shut you up. Some of us need to shut up. Because we're talking ourselves out of the things that God wants us to do. So you got to get in agreement with what he said. So whatever it is that he has placed on the inside of you, whatever it is he has told you that you're going to do in this world, believe it. All of that stuff, that reality, what we're seeing, it does not matter. Believe what God said. His way is the truth, not ours. So that's point number one. Get into agreement with what he said. And you have to, my favorite scripture, and I was telling somebody this the other day. They were just, I don't know what they was talking about. But I just heard God saying, like, who told you these things? Who told you you had to be on social media to have a successful business? Who said that? People been successful way before that. Who told you that you had to be ordained to be coming in front of a room full of people and talking about God and spreading the good news? Who told you that? Who said that that you are too old to be able to birth uh, something meaningful in this world? Who told you that? If God placed it on the inside of you, then it will get done through you. But you have to get in agreement with what he said and expect the unexpected. Supernatural means you won't be able to figure it out. We think too much. Sometimes we need to shut up and turn the brains off. Because we're walking out, we're going to blow it. And there are too many people bleeding in this world for us to blow it. There is no difference between me, between Kristen, between Kavaya. There's no difference between us and anybody right here. I remember God told me um, this scripture actually came up some years ago. This was way before a podcast, way before anything. I was just at work. <laughs> and so I was in church one day 
And he told me, and I was in Luke, and the pastor was talking about um, how Elizabeth went, or Mary went to visit Elizabeth. And when he, uh, she spoke to her, Elizabeth, same person we're talking about here, her baby leaves. And I was just like, okay, like, why is this hitting me like this? And God began to tell me, I'm going to use you to when you open your mouth, babies are going to leave. And, I, and when I think about my podcast and how it was something that wasn't that big of a deal to me about the babies that have been birthed. So now we're having retreats at the end of the year to help other people um, build podcasts. So now their podcast is going to be out there influencing people. So now my, my, the reach that God is having, he's using me to help to push you there. But now the, the babies are leaping. The babies are being born. So now people, the world is being impacted. It's so much bigger than us. And so as I was preparing this message, he took me back to that point of, remember I told you babies was going to leave? I need you to get into that room and tell my people to push. Because they've been spending too much time in their head. Why? Why me? Why isn't it happening yet, God? What's going on? I'm too old. I don't have the education. My time has passed. I'm divorced. Whatever it may be. But God needs you to agree with what he said. Any thought that, that rises up against the knowledge of God, you have to bring it into captivity. So you got to mute yourself when you're speaking those negative thoughts. And any anytime something comes up, let's say you're in the comparison game, right? And you're on social media and you see these people being successful, cut it off. Cut it off at the root. Cut it off at the root. Whatever it is that is keeping you from going forward with the things that God has placed on the inside of you, get rid of it. The Bible says you only need faith the size of a mustard seed. And you, look at, you can look at a mountain the size of a sycamore tree and tell it to move, and it has to move. A sycamore tree is deep-rooted. And, and I looked this up because I think we heard a sermon about it or something. And I looked up the sycamore tree, and a sycamore tree is big and it's rooted. And there's some giants in our lives that are big and that are rooted, that are keeping us from being able to birth and believe the things that God, is, that God says is for us. And so we got to line them up and tell them to move straight up. And I get aggressive because that's how I am. Like, I'm not playing with my purpose. I'm not playing with my life. I don't wake up every day to be regular. I wasn't born to be regular. I wasn't born to be out here just being rich and regular like I wanted. That ain't what he had for me. And the second I say yes to him, I had to get with the program. And some of us got to get with the program. So point number two, you need God's timing and you need his power to birth his vision. And this is where we mess up because you may get point number one and you may agree with it. And you get so excited, you start to move outside of the will of God. And that's not, that's not going to work either. In order for you to supernaturally birth the things that he has placed on the inside of you, you have to do it in his timing and you have to do it with his power. So we're going to go to Acts. I don't know why I don't have it here. So we're going to go to Acts and I'm actually going to just explain to you what it is because it's not on here. So in Acts, I'm going to tell you the verse 1, 4 through 7. So here we are. This is after the resurrection. This is uh, Jesus came back and was like, hey, y'all, I'm alive to the disciples or the apostles. Hey, y'all, I'm alive. Um, I'm getting ready to roll out and the Holy Spirit going to come and rest upon you. 
So they was kind of like, I mean, okay. So that was the promise. So don't take these things literally, like use it for your situation. The promise was that the Holy Spirit was going to come. So then they start asking, well, God, well, when is it going to happen? They start asking questions like, when is this going to happen? What's going on? The same way we're doing it. God, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? And I believe the scripture says that's not for you to know. Look it up right now and tell me if I'm lying. It says that it's not for you to know. And I need for y'all to write this down. That's why I'm giving you the scripture. Read Acts 1, 4 through 7. The answer to when was it is not for you to know. So whenever you find yourself in the season of anxiety and anxiousness, like, God, when? When is this going to happen? I've been doing this. God, I've been doing this. When? When? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And he's saying it's not for you to know. It's not for you to know. And so these apostles, their job was to go out and spread the good news. Imagine if they would have been out there spreading the good news without the Holy Spirit. What would that mean for everybody else? Imagine if you was to go out in this world and start that business without the Holy Spirit. Imagine if you was to go out into this world and and get and try to make all this money because you think money is, is your problem and you mess yourself up and you mess up everybody around you because you don't have the Holy Spirit, because you're out of the will of God, because you're out of his timing and you don't have no power. You know how many people are in a pulpit with no power? Seriously, you know how many people online telling you that they about God and ain't got no power? You know how many apps in your phone pop up and say Jesus in it and ain't got no power because God ain't there? And I ain't going to spill no tea, but I'm just saying. There are principalities and things and and people in high places. There are people that are out here doing things, trying to do things in, in the Lord's name without him. And they are messing people up. And here God is trying to use you. Hey, I know I could trust you. Hey, I'm answering your prayer, but you asking me, you telling me I'm too, you're too old? What does that got to do with what I'm trying to do? I'm telling you that you, I'm telling you. Like, imagine how, how God felt. I'm telling you that, that you, I've heard your prayer. You've been praying for a child, Zachariah uh, and Elizabeth. You've been praying for a child. I'm telling you, not only have I heard your prayer, and not only am I going to give you a son, but I'm going to give you a son that is going to change the nation, that's going to make way for Jesus. And you telling me you're too old? Come on now, y'all. God wants to do, it's time to birth something supernatural, and you're giving him excuses that do not matter. He can do all things. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The timing is not for you to know, but this is a warning. Do not do God's work without his timing and without the Holy Spirit. And I don't care if you're not preaching. It ain't about that. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're expecting, whatever is on the inside of you, God put it there. It's God's work. This is his kingdom. We're kingdom entrepreneurs. Period. Period. <laughs> so that was point number two. And I, and I know like that, that waiting season is so frustrating. And we get to the point where it's like, okay, 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 I'm going to wait. But like, what do I do? What do I do when I'm waiting? 
So like I'm here, okay, I hear you say it. I'm like, okay, I'm trusting God, I'm not going nowhere, but like twiddling my thumbs here, like what am I supposed to do? And so in Acts, so this is a reference, I'm not going to read it, but Acts 1, 15 through 26. So what the apostles did as they were waiting for the Holy Spirit, they did three things. They prayed, they, see, they sought God's guidance, and they got organized. Because they was in this place to where uh, Judas had already committed suicide, so they had to, like, replace him. So they had to figure some things out before they could go. This is the foundation of the church. They had to figure some things out. They had to get organized before they could actually go out and preach the gospel. So whatever season or whatever God is leading you to do, if you're in that waiting season and you want to know what to do, you do three things. You pray. They prayed. They sought God's guidance. They was like, okay, God, we got these options. Here are the options that's going to replace Judas. What you think? And then God chose somebody. They got organized. So if you're struggling on what to do, that's what you do. Pray. Seek God's guidance. And get organized. But be clear. You cannot push. You cannot, don't deliver your baby prematurely. When a baby is premature, there are all of these complications. A baby cannot, until it's ready, it cannot survive outside the womb. So why do you think that you're going to start in this business now? It's going to survive. That doesn't make sense. If you go and start, and start that ministry now before you're ready, before God finishes what he's going to do in this season, before he works on your character, before he, he, he builds up those money habits and all of these things, if you move out before then, you're going to mess it up. It's not going to survive. So what you want to do, you want to wait now or you want to go back in and try to repair your mess? Now your credibility's broke. Now your credit is jacked up. Now, ain't, ain't nobody trying to help you because your reputation is trash, because you moved before you were supposed to move. Don't play these games. God's work is a serious thing. There are so many counterfeits in this world that we take, we they playing with God's work. They're playing with God's works. It's a serious thing. We wouldn't have been able to survive back in the Old Testament. Because I was back there, I was like, oh, they was like serious. I can't remember where it was I was reading. But um, I can't remember, but they lied or something and just dropped dead. Huh? There we go. I was like, hold on, hold on, they just dropped dead? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> now when I say something, I'm like, I'm just going to be quiet because I ain't got time. Like, I got stuff to do. But we would not have survived back then. But he is such a good God. He knew that. And that's why he sent Jesus. But we have to take that same seriousness about his work, though. He was not playing. Back when um, in Exodus, when they were giving all these instructions, I mean, I was struggling to get through Exodus because I was like, oh, my, this is like a lot. So many details about different things, but it just shows how strategic God is. It just shows how intentional he is. It shows how serious he is about his work. And how dare we try to go out here and make things happen? How dare we try to push and deliver a baby before it's time? Don't blow it. And so point number three, you must be aligned at all times. 
You put on the full armor of God every day. You ain't no days off. I remember Kristen and I were talking and we was like, yo, ain't no vacation days to this thing? Like, every day, Lord, I got like, goodness gracious, I can't get a day? Every day I gotta be on my face? Every day I gotta be doing all this? I can't take a nap? No. That's the price of being called. You ask for it, it comes with responsibility. So you have to put controls in place because there's so many people who do get elevated to these high places, like I said, and they're doing God's work without them. The hand of God has left them. And you don't want to be in that. You do not want to be in that position because the wrath of God is serious. Serious. He don't play about his people. And so that's why I wanted him. That's why I know he wanted me to be here to kind of stir some things up in you guys to give you some strategies and some tools and some encouragement so that you can be able to push and push correctly. So, again, don't do God's uh, number three is you must be aligned always. And we talked about it a little bit earlier about creating those different um, habits for each season that you in. So I'm not even going to go over those things again, but that's that's a homework assignment. That's something that you need to really go home and do. What season am I in? What's on my plate? I used to do this exercise when I had my youth program. Um, I would have them do like a circle on a piece of paper, and it was like a plate. I said, write down everything on your plate, everything. Everything that you give time to, write it down. So now you can't tell me that you don't have time for things because it's like you got to budget it. You got 24 hours in a day. Here are the things on your plate. What's the most important? And now allocate time to it. Anything that doesn't matter, get rid of it. Get off social media. You don't need it. You don't. Get off of YouTube. You spend all day editing videos and he don't even want you doing that. Computer crashing. Ain't got no storage. You got about 50 lem. Um, what's the little things called? The little memory? Yeah. As, what? Right, right, all of that stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of y'all talking at once. <laughs> all that stuff. You got all this going on. It ain't even what you're supposed to be doing. Now you're looking crazy. God, why don't I have, uh, God, I need 10,000 views so I can start getting paid. That's not even what I asked you to do. You worried about the wrong thing because everybody you see is, is thriving in that way. What would you do if, all you needed was to be in alignment with me, and I will, make, I will give you all the desires of your heart. Do that. Do that. This episode is brought to you by Fiverr. Let's talk about finding freelance talent for your business or project. Sometimes a business needs to quickly pivot in order to meet a goal, or maybe an unexpected obstacle occurs, making it impossible to meet your deadline with the size of your current team. Fiverr's platform helps you keep your business moving with a network of trusted freelance talent. I've personally been using Fiverr since 2015. So for the last five years, I've been a Fiverr customer. And what I love about them is they have so many freelancers, but I'm able to easily see how much it costs. I'm able to read reviews to make sure I'm choosing the right person. And it's not time consuming and it's not super expensive. If I need something done quick that a freelancer could do it, that I don't have to worry about adding something else to my team's plate, Fiverr is always who I turn to. 
You can find what you're looking for on Fiverr instantly. You can search by service, deadline, price, reviews, and so much more. And you'll know exactly what you're getting up front so you don't have to negotiate at all. Then on top of all of that, they have 24-7 customer service that's there to assist you. Check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order using my code BLESS. It's so easy, you guys. Find all the digital services that you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com, code BLESSED. Again, that's Fiverr.com, offer code BLESSED. Let's finish off the show. And I learned this lesson because I was doing this podcast, I was like, So I'm looking at the bank and I'm looking at like what I'm really doing. And I'm like, yo, I talk for an hour a week, one hour. I got like 30 minutes to prepare. We got sponsors and stuff. Got to make sure I'm like hitting all their little points and all of that. So give me like 30 minutes to an hour, uh, maybe closer to an hour if I'm, if I'm distracted to prepare, right? Talk for an hour and can literally do nothing else. And my life is amazing. Talk for an hour a week? I remember people was telling me, a podcast? You gonna do a podcast? You not you don't need to be doing that for free. You not you you don't get paid from that. How you gonna build a business doing a podcast? I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. And now they like, hey, can I be on your show? No. <laughs> Why you wanna be on a podcast? You said that you, you know, how you gonna make money? Bye, sis. Adios, right? So you got to focus on the thing that God wants you to do. Like I learned that lesson and I was like, you know, God, I'm sorry. Cause I was really like, I need the social strategy and the funnel got to be this way. And I got to make, cause my degree is in PR. I got a digital marketing certification, MBA. I'm educated. Okay. And my education said all of these things. And God said, just open your mouth. Silly. Just open your mouth. I will tell you what to say. It's in Jeremiah. I'll put my hand on your mouth. And I'll put my words in you and watch what I do. Okay. And I watch what he did. And I watched the numbers increase. And I watched the countries I can't find on a map listen to the show. And I watched the sponsors roll in. And I watched the money come in. And I, and I, I could sit down with my husband and have a real conversation about retiring him. And it's not something that's a big deal like, Ooh, we're going to really have to, we're going to believe in God for it, but it's not something that's so far-fetched, it's unbelievable. It's real. How much we need to make? Okay, that's nothing. Let's do it. How much you make? Please, we can replace that salary tomorrow. That's nothing. By just following what God, like God will blow your mind if you just say yes. I'm a living testimony. God just, just tells me, Tatum, just go show my people they don't got to sell their souls to be successful. They don't got to sell their bodies to be successful. They don't have to be somebody they're not to be successful. I used to be so crippled by who I thought I had to be. Like, God, I'm not into this stuff. I'm not, I'm not beating my face to get on Instagram. That's stupid to me. God, I'm not doing that. Don't feel like that's just dumb. Why I got to do all that? I'm literally only dressed from the waist up with a B face to get on Instagram because I feel like that's what I need to do in order to be successful. I can sit in my pajamas, feet on the table, the microphone, and can't nobody see me. And God would just bless me because of my obedience. And so I tell my story because I want you to understand. One, I'm just scratching the surface. Make sure we had a tour. It's going to be lit. 
BJ going to be up here telling y'all about what happened when he quit his job. It's going to be lit. But it's just because I say yes to God. And the only posture, the only thing I need to do is stay on my face. And as soon as he downloads it and tells me what to do, I get up and I get to work and I go back and get on, get on my face. Not worrying about the result. Not looking at the analytics. I know what they are because I make more money the higher they go. So I'm like, well, shoot, y'all want to add? Hold on. Because I don't think these rates is, is high enough. Let me go check, make sure. But that's the only reason I even know. Because that stuff don't matter. But if you just say yes to God, if you just push and you can believe that it can be done in a way that you don't understand, I've never, I haven't seen anybody that has gotten to certain heights from a podcast. Or even with like my, um, it's usually people who are already successful who have the show and then it might like feel that success. But I haven't seen anybody who just started there and it organically grew. I ain't never bought an ad, nothing. Just talk every week and put it on the internet. It's so simple. I haven't seen it before. When God gave me the idea for my media company, he said, Tatum, I want you to, I want you, the purpose of this thing is to create a culture to create a culture of people who are obedient to me that is, this, that is conquering what the enemy is trying to do in this world. And one of the spheres of influence is media. Me and Kristen talked about this. She's in education. That's one of the spheres of influence. And as I was studying that, um, I went to Deuteronomy, I think it's seven, but it talked about um, when I take you to the land that I've called you to, there are going to be seven spirits mightier than you were you're to drive them out and so as I was studying like the spheres of influence there's a certain spirit attached to each sphere of influence and then the enemy uses these seven spheres look them up it's, it's pretty interesting the enemy uses these seven uh, mountains or spheres to take over the world to keep the world in bondage and God has assigned me to the media one to be able to free his people and I'm just like okay but I'm going to do it. But I didn't know the assignment was this big when he just told me to open my mouth and post it on the internet, though. So I, I'm telling y'all my story so that you know if you make God the CEO, that's the only secret to success. Ain't nothing else. No matter what books you read, no matter what your following look like, it don't matter what your email list look like, it don't matter who you know. God, I, I know so many people, and I'm like, how, God? I don't leave the house. Like, how? I be chilling. Me and him just be chilling. How do I know these people? Like, how do I know so many? But it's because God just puts people in my life. We met on a trip randomly because God will just orchestrate those things if you just be obedient to him. And so point number three, be aligned. Like I said, be aligned always and watch what he does. Test them. Watch what he does if you stay in alignment. And then number four, it's time to push. There's nothing else left to be said. We talked about so much today, but it's time to supernaturally deliver what God has placed on the inside of you. It is time to push. It's time to get out of your reality and get in God's reality. It's time to continue to walk by, by faith and not by sight. It's time to get into the word. It don't matter if you don't understand. Stay there until you do. You, your parents ain't never gave you homework and you're like, mom, I don't get it. Stay there until you figure it out. That's what you need to do. Stay there till you figure it out. Because which one is it? We're, you're not going to be attached to my vision and think that being lukewarm is, is okay. 
You're not going to be attached to what God has placed on inside of me to birth and think being lukewarm is okay. It's not. You got to get in the word and read it until you figure it out. Read every translation until one of them makes sense. By every Bible until it's one that you can understand. How hard you want to go for what God got for you? Everybody want to grind, but you're grinding in the wrong thing. You're grinding yourself into the grave when God just says, just, just follow me. I'll give you the, desire, the, the, the desires of your heart. I know you. I made you. I called you. I know the things that keep you up at night. I got a plan for that, but trust me. I know the things you're struggling with that you're battling, the things nobody knows about, but trust me. I know he hurt you, but I still love you. I know he touched you, but I can heal you. I can heal your mind. I can take that burden off your back. I can take that demon off your back, but you got to trust me and you got to follow me. I've never left you nor forsake you, and I never will. I'm the only constant thing in your life. You, you never been loved before? Have you met me? I saw that, that the, the people I created were heading for destruction. So I I sent my son, I impregnated a virgin so that I could send somebody to die on a cross for your sins. You don't think I love you? You think I won't deliver you from the things that, that keep you up at night? You think I won't be sitting there ready to catch the baby when you push? You think I won't be there to lay hands on that child to help you nurture it and develop it? You're not a single parent here. I'm your father. I'm a father to the fatherless. I'm a father to, to that, that, that child that I'm trying to birth through you. But I can't do this without you. I need your I, faith without works is dead. I need you to follow me. I need you to do something. I'm waiting. I need you to do something. I need you to push. It's not going to make sense. Can we get over that now? How long are we going to stay there? It's not supposed to make sense. Can we just cross this bridge so we can get moving? I got work to do. Who told you that tomorrow was promised? Here you are taking, taking days for granted. You know, people ain't wake up today, and you up here today allowing fear to keep you in the bed. Excuse me? I called you. So I'm going to recap these points because it's time to birth some stuff, y'all. It's time to birth. It's babies that are leaping right now. It's time to birth. So point number one, get into agreement with what he said. Believe it. It ain't going to change. He don't change his mind. Newsflash, he don't change his mind. Believe it. Point number two, you need God's timing and power to birth his vision. It ain't going to happen the way it needs to without those two things. Number three, always stay aligned. Don't get there and forget about him. Pride come before the fall. Don't play. Don't play. And then number four, push, push, push. Making God the CEO of your business doesn't make you immune to pain, but it guarantees you're going to be victorious over it. So if you want a short thing, that's a fact that you have the victory, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But you're too busy looking at the weapons. I told you they wasn't going to prosper. Why are you playing with me? So we got to push, you guys. We got to push. And it was something in this book. I told you I was reading this book. And the book was called Supernatural Delivery. 
And so I'm reading it. Um, somebody had recommended it to me, and I'm reading it for, as far as childbirth is concerned because we're believing in God for a child. And so this woman, the book is talking about, she was talking a lot about like who told you that like laboring had to be um, painful and who told you that birthing had to be done this way. Like women were created to have children. And once Jesus come, that means that we were now delivered from the old law. We were delivered from what happened in Genesis because he sent Jesus. So who told you that you got to be in agony for 48 hours to do what you was created to do? And so I'm reading this book like, wow, that's kind of awesome. And so she was saying how like she was, um, so she was believing in God for the supernatural delivery. And she said that she was doing so well that um, she was in the car, she was in labor, so it was contracting, but she didn't have pain. And an interesting point was she said, um, she was asking God like, well, excuse me, how can my body contract and it not have pain? Like, that doesn't make sense. And God began to show her like, you know, if you flex your arm, it's contracting, but it don't hurt. So your body is the same thing. Like it's supposed to contract. It's not supposed to hurt. That's a lie. And so she was saying that as she was uh, in the car, she got scared. She said she got scared a little bit. And once she got scared, she had this excruciating contraction. And she was like, oh, no, I'm not playing. <laughs> let me get back into let me get back into faith. And so I say that to say when your faith dwindles, the pain intensifies. The pain will intensify. You think it's hard now? Get out of faith. <laughs> Stuff will really hit the fan. And if you feel like it's, it's too hard now, increase your faith. Take your focus off the thing and, and, and put it on the Father and watch the peace that surpasses all understanding that you're going to have. Just watch. So you guys, we, we got to birth some stuff. And um, I had a vision about this event. And man, I just saw so many things being left at the altar. And I've been in churches and things where they don't even have people come to the altar no more. And, and, and so I want to give this opportunity for anybody. If there's some things that you feel like you is blocking you from, from, from delivering supernaturally, if you think that there's some things blocking you, BJ, can you play some music, please? If you think that there's some things that's blocking you, I honestly invite you to come up so that we could pray. Kristen, Kavaya, and I are going to pray for you. But I, prayer changes stuff. God will break you so to position you. Break you. I invite you to, to come up. Don't, you and break you to don't be you shy. Right place. But when he breaks you, you he doesn't hurt loud. you. He doesn't. When he breaks you, he doesn't I'm destroy turn my mic you. Off he doesn't. While I'm praying, so it's not grace. Ah! Anybody been gracefully broken where 